1: Good morning Rod squad.
2: Maybe tomorrow I'll tell you guys about the, the game that I went to in San Antonio with Snoop Dogg. Remember that one Clark. The Lakers and Spurs. Snoop Dogg and I went Bob. How about that. Snoop Dogg was sitting courtside. I was up in the nosebleeds. But we were in the arena at the same time. We were, I was there with him.
1: This is the Rod Peterson Show.
2: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show on a Friday. That, by the way, was a true story. And our big voice guy, Rick Regan, the guy that says the good morning, Rod Squad, which it's afternoon out here in the Eastern Time Zone. Uh, Rick Regan was at Thursday Night Football last night. And how appropriate it's a football Friday as we bring in the Moose, Darren Moose DuPont, on what I think is one of his favorite days of the week because you love yourself some football. And our guests coming up today are Jock Wilson from AM 770 CHQR Calgary, pre and post game host for the Calgary San peters broadcast of the CFL and NFL alum with the Packers and Browns, Tory Gurley, to break down week two in the National Football League. I'm not sure. Are you Facebook friends with Rick Regan, uh, Darren? Did you see his post from Arrowhead Stadium last night in the big? Yeah, look like he had some good seats, man. Oh, I know
3: he was. He had great seats, and what a great game! And uh... I love seeing that from Rick.:
2: Yes, me too. Uh, uh, by the way, small world, it's not a big shock. I'm in Boca Raton, Florida. You know what he told me? This is his hometown. How about that? What? That was I know. Oh, wow. There are no coincidences, folks. And by the way, uh, the storm's rolling in again. I know, I know, right? The storm, he's told me some places to go, some people he's going to link me up with. It's just a, it's a small world after all. Before we get to the quick six, I got to say this. Anybody who's watched my personal social media or the shows, which on Instagram is at Rod Peterson, on Instagram at the Rod Peterson show or Myself, personally, Rod Peterson, official. I just got to tell you a quick story. From Coral Springs, Florida, yesterday, the Latin America Cup hockey tournament is on, and 21 countries from the Caribbean are here. I know, I know. you were talking about mind-blowing. Venezuela, Falkland Islands, Chile, Egypt. There's European teams here, too. Uh, Or Middle East, I guess. I'm no geography expert. Anyways, uh, I'm there, and because my buddies were there, our buddies from the Hockey Hall of Fame, Craig Campbell and Phil Pritchard, the keeper of the cup. So we're there. They've got all the trophies set up, the Art Ross and the Norris Trophy, and all these kids are coming in. They're getting their pictures taken with it. It was was amazing. It was in the Florida Panthers practice facility. Three sheets of ice there down here in Paradise Moose. Who would have thought? And anyways, Team Venezuela comes in to get their picture taken, and you know me well, and the viewers do too. I get talking to them. I said, you cats are from Venezuela. Where do you get your hockey equipment? And one of the dads goes, what do you mean? I said, you're from Venezuela. Where do you buy the hockey uh, equipment? Is there a sport check nearby? I can't think that there is. This kid, 12-year-old goalie, turns to me and goes, I'm from Cleveland, bro. (laughs) I'm like, what? What? Uh, so, uh, as it turns out, as I discovered all these, they said, no, 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 all these kids are American. They're just represented the countries of their descent, similar to that really cool soccer tournament they have in Sask, uh, called, what is it? The world cup of soccer, where all the local Regina and Saskatchewan kids represent their countries. That's really cool too. But for the rest <laughs> of my life, I will think of that kid, David, he goes, I'm from Cleveland, bro. And then he's like, we're get playing Brazil. I just kicked the camera. I'm sorry. Well, uh, yeah, that was the question of the day. Sorry, I just kicked the camera. How about that? Uh, Yeah, and he's not a bad goalie. I went and watched him play Brazil. Okay, enough about that. Can we get to the quick six show horn, please? Director Jordan, please, and thank you. (laughs) Ding, did I say you people? I'll kick the camera again. We're off to a flying start on a football (laughs) Friday here, everybody, on Game Plus Television and YouTube live. Hell yeah. Thank you. Number one, we'll start with Thursday night football. I got to tell our viewers here, segment one will be pretty much devoted to CFL. Segment two will be NFL as we play deal or no deal. And then we'll sprinkle the two the rest of we go. And then college football and Canadian university football too. But number one, Patrick Mahomes threw two touchdown passes. Rookie Jalen Watson returned a pick 99 yards for the go-ahead fourth quarter score. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Held on to beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24. Mahomes finished with 235 yards passing and Jarek McKinnon. And Justin Watson holding the touchdown passes for the Chiefs. Justin Herbert had 334 yards passing and three T's for the Chargers in a losing cause. I'll just say this. The nice lady that worked out beside me today, her name's Vilma. We were rowing side-by-side. Uh, side. She had a Chiefs shirt on today. I said, how about them Chiefs? And she's like, oh, you watched last night? And I said, yeah. How could you say that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback in the National Football League after what he did last night? And she's like, I love him. And I got the sense that she truly loves Patrick Mahomes. And the odds makers had the Chiefs by four. They won by three. So the Chargers beat the spread. What a game, Moose. How much of it did you watch?
3: Yeah, I watched it all, the whole thing. It was the heck of a football game. I thought the Chargers... For the most part, we're in control in that football game until the interception. I mean, they were going to put the nail in the coffin down inside the red zone, couldn't finish it off. That interception changed the game, and then Patrick Mahomes just dialed it up from there. I mean, um, it was a slow first half for Travis Kelsey, but you knew he would get going in the second half. And I thought, you know, the big run by um, Edward Zolaire in the second half as well, that kind of sealed it and um, helped him get into field goal range to uh, put the winning points on the board. Really good football game. Two of the heavyweights in the NFL. What more could you want in prime time?
2: I'm just going to uh, just sprinkle in a comment here. I don't know if you fixed the 902 text line or if it just started working again or what, but we have text messages here today, so I'm going to throw one in here from Stephen. He is watching, <coughs> pardon me, in North Dakota. He says, greetings and hallucinations from cloudy 12 degrees Celsius, Minot, North Dakota. Work trip to Iowa through Fargo, should I wear my NDSU bison clothing? Who's your pick? NDSU at Arizona Wildcats Saturday evening. Here we go with the college football picks. Oh, man. I got to go with Arizona. I got a I buddy's kid playing. Uh, Quinn, Quinn's kid, you know, from Saskatoon's playing on the Wildcats. I got to go with Arizona. But I, again, don't come to me for betting advice. But they want to know our picks. Do you want to, you want to weigh in on NDSU, Arizona, <laughs> before we move on if, for betting advice, Moose? Sure. I'll take NDSU just because you took Arizona. Okay. Okay. So the text line's open. 902-518-3033 if you want to reach us here on the old Yak box. Uh, point two. And I want to talk a lot about the Canadian Football Hall of Fame because it's the induction night tonight. Forget about the games. Any donkey can sit here and talk about betting lines and and all that, right? But again, people like the stories. So it's Edmonton at Sask tonight to kick off Week 15 in the Canadian Football League. Saskatchewan's favored by 7.5. They've won seven in a row against Edmonton. Their head coach, Craig Dickinson, is 6-0 against Edmonton. Never lost to him. Their quarterback, Cody Fajardo, is 5-0 against Edmonton. And Edmonton's quarterback, Taylor Cornelius, is 0-3 against Saskatchewan. Like literally all the numbers. All the stats say Saskatchewan will win. 100% of them say Saskatchewan will win tonight. Is there any chance that that does not happen? And Edmonton pulls off the upset, in your opinion. There's a chance. I
3: mean, what do we call them, right? I mean, this is a game that is right for the pick and for Edmonton. A trap game. Thank you. It's called a trap game. Um, you know, all the numbers are pointing to Saskatchewan, but let's not forget Saskatchewan's had their own share of distractions, as I learned yesterday. Cody Fajardo hasn't slept all week, so there's all these things that are moving along that that could play for the big upset, right? Taylor Cornelius has played pretty well, you know, for the Edmonton Alexa quarterback. He's earned a two-year contract extension. There's some bright spots there, but they are coming into Mosaic. They're coming into Saskatchewan, so the smart money is still to go with the Riders, but it could happen.
2: Uh, for sure. By the way, I, you learned that Cody hadn't slept all week from me? Or had you heard that somewhere else? <laughs> no, no. This is all from you. Okay, I'm guessing he hasn't slept all week, but I don't know. Maybe he's locked his wife and newborn son in another room so he could go sleep. Which, by the way, front page news today on WQAM 560 Sports Radio Miami. Sports update led by this. Tom Brady and Giselle are now living in separate homes. This is what they're talking about. If you want to know what they're talking about, because <laughs> I have a lot of viewers that are writing me on social media going, what are they talking about down there in Miami? This is, this is what they said, Moose, if you can believe. Tom Brady and Giselle, this, they let off the sports apartment. It's been, uh, sorry, the sports update that the two are living in separate places. Tom Brady and Giselle, they're wondering how this will affect The game this weekend, and we'll get to that next segment, the Buccaneers are at the Saints. One of the callous hosts said, oh, well, at the end of this year, he'll be done for sure. He'll be one step closer to owning the Dolphins. And then the other guy said, well, they just built a $35 million house in Indian Creek. Who's going to stay there? That's what they're talking about. Uh, So you got Cody Fajardo starting his family, and you got Tom going through what he's going through. uh, Circle of life, my friend. What people will never understand is they're people, too. They're people, too. Where were we? Oh, Trent. Trent in Norway's watching, and he says, uh, Norway here, the riders will rule tonight over the Elks. BC wins over the Calgary Stampeders, which incidentally the Stamps are favored to win. I don't think BC will win. And Trent says, how was the level of play for the hockey tournament you're watching, Rod, especially with the kid from Cleveland? me nee. it was just a, it was a kids tournament just imagine you it was not it was not i'm from canada bro. hockey is what we do uh so you imagine what it would be like to go watch venezuela play brazil in a hockey game okay it's what it's exactly what you would think but they were having a good time and they were banging on the glass they were going crazy it was a fun atmosphere it was kids hockey and they had all these divisions and Yeah, Well, I watched the the Chilean men's team, and one guy's gut was hanging down to about his knee. So, there's that. Um, Carlos in in Indianapolis has swung us around and says, uh, one question. Poll? Thanks for asking. Clearly, it hasn't been put up on YouTube. The the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, Capital with dealerships all across the prairies is... Should Eric Tillman get into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame? This is what I want to talk about, because I had an absolute CFL icon icon. Call me the other day, and we're just shooting the breeze. And he, did we lose moose? It's okay. "Oh, yo, it's because you're graphic, I'm sorry. He says to me, uh, "I wonder how Eric's going to feel with Roy Shivers going into the Hall of Fame. And with listen, in the, in, while his nickname's E.T, when people in the CFL talk about Eric. We all know who we're talking about. It's Eric Tillman. So I said, well, I said, Eric should be in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. He's like, absolutely. I'm like, Eric's won three Grey Cup titles with three different teams, the 94 BC Lions, the 97 Toronto Argonauts, and the 07 Saskatchewan Rough Roy Shivers never won a Grey Cup with anybody as the man in charge, yet he's going into the Hall of Fame. So I'm voting yes. Now, I knew that it would cause significant controversy. And I don't really care that it might steal the thunder away from who's going in tonight in Hamilton by name of Dave Ritchie, Roy Shivers, Paul McCallum, Chip Cox, Ricky Ray. Because as you pointed out, Moose, when the Hockey Hall of Fame induction was going on, we made a big stink that Theo wasn't going in or any of the other guys. So it's not like we're picking on the CFL here. But my vote is yes, Eric Tillman will go in. I, I know the history. I know the family involved. I know every minute detail of that whole situation. And I still will vote for Eric Tillman to go into the hall of fame. People really need to move on. They need to move on. So my votes. Yes. That's just one man's opinion. What's yours.
3: Yeah. You look at the football resume. I mean, and not just, you know, the the entire contributions to the game of football um, to be at the helm of, of, you know, so many great teams winning the three great cups. He also, You know, had a big career as an analyst too. I think it was the Sportsnet broadcast, right? Or was he on TSN as well? Um, But he had a big career as an analyst as well. In between, so he's contributed to the game in a lot of different ways. But we get clouded by the incident in Saskatchewan. We look at, you know, people in Edmonton are upset; they don't want to vote for him because he traded away Ricky Ray. But we can't look at those little things. You got to pull back to thirty thousand feet and look at the career as a whole from a football standpoint and. You know, maybe the legal situation is blackballed him forever from being in the Hall of Fame. But from a football standpoint, I think the resume speaks for itself.
2: The Edmonton Elks hired him after the situation in Saskatchewan, and so too did the Hamilton Tiger Cats. And to be honest, if the stories I hear are correct, he left the Tiger Cats to go to the Atlantic Schooners to be their general manager. And by the way, how's that going? Oh, we're closer than ever before to having a team in Halifax. Stop pissing on my head and telling me it's raining okay people in the cfa would you mind doing that arlen bruce the third is watching in winnipeg says if mike o'shea and the bombers win another great cup as he considered one of the great coaches like don matthews wally or tressman ab they don't even need to win a third great cup in a row mike o'shea's while well, he's in the hall of fame as a player can he go in again double jeopardy as a head coach yes he's going in as a hall of fame coach by virtue of his two great cup championships and again this is my favorite topic hall of fames i've said it so many times in any league the drafts don't interest me that much depending on the league 40 to 65% of the players go on to play that means 60 to 45 don't or 35% don't play at all a game why why do we get so worked up about this um so yeah that was the thing the icon and i said can we kick somebody in the shins at tsn and say can we get these induction uh, things televised like he goes oh dave Ritchie's speech is going to be a beauty i said how about shiv how about shiv let's get some betting lines going does he mention com terry does he mention mitchell blair Ding, ding, ding. Bingo cards for Roy Ship. Does he mention Jim Hobson, the man that fired him? Like, come on. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Get some heat. Does he, mention, does he mention Mitchell Scruffy Blair? Yeah, let's get some heat going. Let's get a camera on it. Wayne in Victoria, BC says, I love it. Rod's rant is alive and well. And it always will be. Rod's rants for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Tell Cam we're talking about him here. Rod's ranting today on the Hall of Fame. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Again, who cares about the games? This is way more interesting. But we will play NFL Deal or No Deal when we come back. We got Jock Wilson from the Stamps Radio and Torrey Gurley, NFL alum, coming up today. You're watching on the Game Plus Television Network and YouTube Live and listening on the radio. 99.1 FM WQEE.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early
2: I told you today was going to be a heck of a lot of fun. And it has been. It's a football Friday on the RP show. And uh, let's bring him on in here now, the Moose. I got a lot of things to say, as I always do, but we got to go fast in this segment because we ran out of time last week when we were playing NFL deal or no deal. But I do have to say this a lot of people writing some really nasty things to me on Twitter about even suggesting that Eric Tillman should go in the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. And there are people that are ignorant, which means. They don't know all the facts. I do. And another thing people need to know, because we have a lot of new viewers, a lot of new listeners, a lot of new readers. I am a certified mental health professional, recovery coach, licensed interventionist. I make a living out of having uncomfortable conversations, talking about things that people don't want to talk about. I had a guy write me this week. He's completely, and I mean totally, screwed up his life. Totally. Potentially irreparably, but I said to him, Darren you should maybe look at yourself in the mirror and what your role is into how you got here. What? Why would I do that? Because your biggest problem is you. <laughs> I've been there. It was me. Nobody wants to have these conversations. Nobody wants to look in the mirror. So I, you can say whatever you want about me. I don't care. And by the way, we have the guy in Seattle. I think you saw his tweet. I think his name's Van. His name's Van, which is a cool name. He said, will you now, after the Ian Furness interview on Thursday from KJR Radio in Seattle, apologize to the Seahawks fans for saying it was tasteless that they booed Russell Wilson after Ian explained why they did? I said, no, <laughs> not at all. I don't care what Seahawks fans think about me. I'd love to hear Russell Wilson's side of the story. It might be completely different. Ian, I believe, is on the radio rights holder station of the Seattle Seahawks. Whose side do you think he's going to take? Oh, a Seattle broadcaster give the Seahawks side of the story. Shocking. Why am I <laughs> ranting, man? It's Friday. I, hey? Punchy. I love it. I love it. Are you well, enjoying it? I think, you're
3: enjoying it at well, least? Well, I think it uh-huh. might be because, you know, are you getting a little nervous of that impending storm, the hurricane? Is this going to be your first hurricane coming through?
2: Oh uh, tropical storm Fiona. Fiona How about that? How about the irony in that? Thought I was done with Fiona. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enough. <laughs> uh, enough Mickey Mousin. Enough Mickey Mousin around. Moving off. Let's play deal or no deal NFL style for our exclusive betting partner, Bet Regal. And these are their betting odds where Darren and I go through it every week. Now for the NFL games. And I ask Darren if he's taken the bet or not. Let's begin with the Miami Dolphins at the Baltimore Ravens. It's my featured game of the week, by the way. A deal or no deal, Ravens by 3.5 at home.
3: No deal. Uh, I'm going to take Miami to keep their hot start rolling on the road.
2: No deal for me either. I got the Dolphins to win. New York Jets, 0-1 at the Cleveland Browns, 1-0. Browns favored by 6.5 at the dog pound. Dealer, no deal? It's a tough one for me, Rod. Um, I'll take the deal. I'm going
3: to take the deal. Browns at home.
2: Yep, me too. Washington Commanders at the Detroit Lions. If you can believe the Lions are favored by 1.5. Dealer, no deal? I like that. I'll take it. Anytime I can get a home team. Uh,
3: with less than a field goal, I'll take it.
2: I will not. I think Carson Wentz leads the commanders to the victory, and they'll go to 2-0. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. The Colts favored by 3.5 at Jacksonville. Deal or no deal?
3: They struggled with the Texans last week, but I'll still take Indy to rebound and get a win.
2: Uh, No deal for me. I'll take the Jaguars to win at home. They're asking where Tom Brady's head is this week. That's what they're saying on local radio and on ESPN. We've realized he has split, they're saying, from his wife. He's, they're not living together, but he's still playing ball. And he's never beaten the New Orleans Saints as a buck, by the way. Never beaten them. Tampa Bay favored by, favored by 2.5 at New Orleans. Deal or no deal. Road game is
3: exactly what Tom needs. Away from distractions, he can be focused on the road. I'll take Tom
2: uh, on the road. Me too. He didn't look that distracted last week at Dallas, did he? The Carolina Panthers in Baker Mayfield a surprising 0-1 at my buddy Chris's New York Giants. They haven't been 1-0 in 12 years. That's what Chris said. I just saw him this morning. He says, let's go golfing. I said, let's not. (laughs) Giants favored by two. Deal or no deal? I've got a deal there. I like
3: the Giants. I think they keep rolling.
2: Uh, for you. Yeah. I say, no, Baker's Baker's got to win. Baker's gotta, gotta win. This surprises me a little bit. New England Patriots at Pittsburgh Patriots, uh, favored by two on the road at Pittsburgh deal or no deal. No deal. I'll take Pittsburgh at home. I know they're
3: dealing with some injury troubles. Najee Harris, uh, one and TJ watt two, but I still like Pittsburgh at home. And Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the NFL.
2: Ah, no deal from both of us. The Atlanta Falcons, our Atlanta Falcons, where we air daily on WQEE Metro Atlanta. They're at the Los Angeles Rams, and the defending Super Bowl champions are favored by 10. At home, deal or no deal?
3: The Rams are going to win this football game. Do I think they'll win by 10? Uh, No, I don't. Spread's too high. I'll take the Falcons to cover. They played
2: the Saints really, really um, well. I'm taking the deal. The Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. Trey Land's getting sat down on this game. Have they made an announcement yet of who's starting Jimmy G, or does it matter? Uh, the, sorry, at the 49ers. 49ers are favored by eight. Deal or no deal?
3: No deal. Gino Smith, he's on his MVP campaign. I kid, but I'll take the Seahawks to cover.
2: No deal here either. Um, the Cincinnati Bengals at the Dallas Cowboys, uh, Bengals favored by seven deal or no deal.
3: I'll take the deal. You haven't given me a lot of reasons for hope without Dak in the
2: lineup. No, Um, uh, whatever point spread they gave for the Bengals to win, I would take. And that's coming from a Cowboys fan. The Houston Texans are at the Denver Broncos Broncos favored by 10 at home over Houston. Yeah. Deal or no deal. No deal. You sold me last week
3: after, you know, you said that Houston plays teams tough. They played Indy really tough. They'll play Denver really tough.
2: Yeah, having said that, I'm taking the deal. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals at the Las Vegas Raiders. That is a tremendous matchup out there in the Southwest. Raiders favored by 5.5. Deal or no deal? I'll take the deal. I will. I'm really high on the
3: Raiders this year, so I'll take the deal. Arizona's still, though, not as bad as week one.
2: Wouldn't that be something if they dropped to 0-2? Chicago Bears at Green Bay. The Packers are favored by 10 at Lambeau. Deal or no
3: deal? They're at Lambeau, so that helps, but I'm going to take the Bears to cover. Something's wrong with the Green Bay Packers.
2: Uh, I am not taking the deal, but you are. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Bears train, at least for now. Uh, and then tennis. Oh, they were saying about the 49ers uh, losing at Chicago last week. The analysts are saying, well, that was Gale Force wins and rainy, terrible track. And I'm like, both teams had to play in it, didn't they? I'm yeah. not a big. I don't have a lot of time for the weather excuse. Do you? No. I mean, some teams are more well
3: equipped to handle it. You know, I would like to see a team like Tennessee or, or the Colts play in, in tough weather because they have great running games. So that helps when you have a physical defense a little bit better in the, in the weather. But um, no, both teams have to play in it. They both have to deal with it.
2: Okay, and now prime time Monday night football. Dun, 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 dun. The Tennessee Titans are at the Buffalo Bills, a classic AFC matchup or what's become a classic AFC matchup. The Bills favored by nine and a half at New Era Stadium. Deal or no deal?
3: No deal. And I'm going to be blinded by my Titans fandom a little bit here, but they always play Buffalo really close. They play each other really well. Tennessee has had their number. It's probably Buffalo's year, but I think it'll be a close game.
2: There you go, folks. Those are our bets. What are yours? Play along. Go to betregal.ca and do us a favor. We don't ask you to do much. Just sign up. You can play for free. Just click on Play Sportsbook, but create an account at Bet Regal, the exclusive betting partner of both the RP Show and the uh, Canadian Football League. we got a few minutes left here before we bring in Jock Wilson. So whatever anybody would like to talk about, bring it up now. Um, Wayne in British Columbia says, I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone, but Tillman deserves to be in the Canadian Football League Hall of Fame. Um, he does. I, I just, again, I knew that I knew that it would be a hot-button topic, obviously, and I knew that (laughs) some would get very upset. Actually, everybody would get very upset, but just for differing reasons on both sides. John Massey in Edmonton says, Dallas Eakins could change sports and coach one of those bomber teams to a Grey Cup. O'Shea just had to pace the sidelines with a clipboard. No, John, he's just trying to stir it up. That's my frenemy, John Massey in Edmonton. I'm lucky that I've worked in sports for so long and been with good teams and bad teams and championship teams and middle-of-the-road teams. I've often contended, Darren, that a, that a bad coach can't make a good team win. Over the long haul, he can't. And a really good coach really can't make a bad team win. And when you have a good coach and a good team, you win multiple championships, which is Mike O'Shea. They haven't fluked themselves to a championship. Your thoughts.
3: I agree. You know, it, it's so many different things, and, and a good coach can be so many different things. It can be somebody who draws up the best game plan. It can be somebody who communicates the best with his players and gets the most out of them. They can all look a little bit different, but Mike O'Shea has pulled all the right strings in Winnipeg. Helps that he's got a really talented football team too. But you've combined, as you said, a good football team with a good head coach, somebody who relates to his players and communicates really well, and you've got a team that's going to try and win their third straight Grey Cup. And they're the favorites to do it. It's incredible what they've been able to do in Winnipeg.
2: There's no doubt. Oh, and by the way, uh, Jennifer at the Four Seasons, I appreciate her chiming in and saying, what about the Vikings and Eagles game? The Eagles are favored by two at home over these surprising Minnesota Vikings. Surprising that they're 1-0. Deal or no deal on that one for you?
3: No deal. I'll take Minnesota. I think the Vikings are... Cynthia Freeland mentioned it last week. Surprise team. They're not going to surprise anybody anymore. They're, they're a really good football
2: team. Randy from Winnipeg writes in. He says, two Monday night games this weekend. And that's on me. That's on me. That's where I, I don't have a problem admitting my mistakes. I just stopped looking. Once I saw that first Monday night game involving your Titans, I stopped. I should have scrolled down a little further. So thank you for pointing that out, everyone. Um, I think that's for now... All we have, any last thoughts from you uh, before we bring you back an hour or two?
3: No, it's uh, looking forward to the weekend,
2: so let's go. Uh, yeah, what does your, well, you've got the football, the University of Football. Yeah. Tell the folks what you're going to be involved in. That'll be Saturday night. That'll be
3: um, the University of Regina, University of Saskatchewan up in Saskatoon. The provincial rivalry clashes uh, on Saturday night, so it's part of this whole Saskatchewan football weekend which will be a lot of fun and uh, I'll be on the air across the television network so looking forward to it.
2: Okay, well for me, yeah, wow, well, for sure I'll be following closely of course, that's a big game. Rams and Huskies. Uh for me Dolphins are on the road, not going to, next weekend I'm going to the Bills and meeting my good friend Gil Scott there. Uh I was going to go down to Cardinal Gibbons High School tonight but I'm like I don't do they ever play on the road? This is three straight Fridays there at home. I'm taking your advice and just chilling. I'm just going to chill. Yeah. I'm going to the Keys for the weekend too with the Dolphins on the road, but Boca Raton Community High School, I looked up, Up the internet's a wonderful thing. They're on a buy this week. So, you know what? I'm on a buy this week. We'll see you in hour or like two, it. Moose. Later. Jock Wilson from Calgary. Stan Peters Radio joins us next. It's a football Friday. You are watching on the Game Plus Television Network, also on YouTube Live we um, can always catch it wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. And we're on the radio now, 99.1 FM, WQEE.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: A beautiful Friday in South Florida. And by the way, a word from our sponsor, from Edo Japan, with more than 160 restaurants Canada-wide. Ito Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. Can't wait to be back up there in now less than a month and enjoy some Ito Japan. Jock Wilson, of course, is the pre- and post-game host on AM 770 CHQR Radio in Calgary of the Stampeders broadcast. He can talk all things sports. So, hey, Jocko, good to see you, man. Happy Football Friday, sir. And more than anything, we brought you on to preview Week 15 in the CFL. And that Stamps-BC Lions matchup on Saturday is is a bit of a turn with Nathan Rourke not playing. What's your take? What's the storylines going into that game Saturday?
0: Not only is Nathan Rourke not playing, Roddy. let's not forget the last time these two teams played, that was back, what, on August the 13th, maybe the best game of the season in the Canadian Football League. Bo Levi Mitchell was the starting quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders. Remember, 41-40, a walk-off by Sean White with two seconds left on the clock. So now we head into this game with Jake Mayer as the starting quarterback for the Calgary Stampeders and, of course... You've got Vernon Adams Jr. making his, uh, his start for the uh, BC Lions. So, uh, you know what? Uh, are we going to see another outstanding game like we saw, you know, back in August? Probably not. But I think we're still going to see a very competitive game. Hey, the BC Lions, they have a very good defensive line. The BC Lions have some great weapons. Calgary Stampeders, right now, I think they want to establish themselves as the second-best team in the Canadian Football League. So, uh, let's get it on. Let's get it on tomorrow.
2: Well, you know what? It's interesting you say that, by the way, because I would say the Winnipeg Calgary game at Calgary was the best game of the season. And they also, those two teams had a great one in Winnipeg, but Stamps fans have been treated as some pretty great games, is what we're getting to the bottom of here.
0: Well, you know what? Stampeder fans have been spoiled. You know, ever since John Huffnagel <laughs> came here, what, in 2008, uh, the Stamps have, have been a very, very competitive team. They don't win it all the time, but they're always competitive. And, and, and what you're seeing, I think, Rod, and you know it as well as anybody, it's, it's about the progression of quarterbacks. And when you have good quarterbacks in this league, you're going to be a competitive team for a long, long time. We, we had a great debate on our broadcast uh, you know, earlier this week. A couple of things. What do you do with Bo Levi Mitchell? Trade deadline in the Canadian Football League is coming up October the 5th. Do you keep him as an insurance policy, which I do, but there's a lot of, lot of fans now saying, hey, if you can get Uh, A draft pick for Bo if you can get maybe another player to help you you clear up a little bit of cap space maybe that's the route to go I'm not sure I'm not sure Tommy Stevens is ready to be the backup if Jake Mayer goes down so that's why I keep Bo Levi Mitchell as my my backup quarterback and and the other topic we're, we're getting into and I don't know what your thoughts on this one who is the second best quarterback in the Canadian Football League right now and again I don't want to sound like a homer but I think you can make a case that with Nathan Rourke out Zach Caleros is the best quarterback in the Canadian Football League. Some people are saying Jake Mayer is now the second best quarterback in the Canadian Football League. What do you think?
2: I would say, yeah, and that's by process of elimination. And that's not necessarily, that's not a good statement for the CFL because in the East, it's, no, it's, just not. it's not scorched earth, <laughs> right? That's not a huge competition. <laughs> but, I mean, Jake Mayer is getting a lot of fans as each week goes by, which reminds me, let's just back walk it back a little bit. And I appreciate the discussion. You mentioned the last time BC was there. Was that the beginning of the end for Bo in your mind? Like, I can't believe we're here, but we are here. How did we get here?
0: The beginning of the end for Bo was, what, three years ago when he blew out his shoulder and had the shoulder surgery? This just wasn't a one-off for for Bo Levi-Mitchell. And, you know, you could see the progression coming because ever since Bo had his surgery, he hasn't been the same guy. He hasn't had the same zip on the ball. Hasn't had the same mechanics on the ball. You know, and 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 hey, I I I I love Bull Levi Mitchell. Bull Levi Mitchell, you know, all-time franchise leader in passing yards for the Calgary Stampeders. You know, he's going to be on the Wall of Fame here in Calgary. He is going to be a Hall of Famer. Um, and, and 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 let's put this into perspective. I don't think he's done. But is he the same quarterback that he was in 2018, 2019? I don't think so. So, so this has been a long progression. So I'm not going to point to one game this season where, where Bo sort of you know fell out of favor with the team because I, I don't think that's the case. I just think they see a huge upside in, uh, in Jake Mayer.
2: Even the Bomber fans are writing in and saying that Mayer is the second best. And some Ryder fans, too. You know me, mm-hmm. Jock. I've been accused of wearing green goggles, and I love me some Cody Fajardo. I, I sure, literally sure. love him. He is such a great guy, and he's a tremendous player. What is your take on the Edmonton at Sask matchup on Friday Night Football, by the way?
0: Well, um, Edmonton is not a football club. You know, we, we saw that from a Calgary perspective. And uh, uh, you know, Chris Jones, in, in the Labor Day game, came up with uh, you know, some unique looks on defense. That put the Calgary Stampeders a little bit off their game, but once they adjusted and you know, then the rematch in Edmonton, it was no contest. And and, and the Calgary Stampeders really did kick their ass. So uh, Edmonton has won what three games, all of them on the road. Will they be competitive with Saskatchewan? I'm not convinced of that. Saskatchewan, take away the banjo bull. You know, when you're when when you're when you're not healthy and you know, you've got the Norwalk virus going through. I talked to Dave Dickinson here in Calgary. He talked to his brother, and his brother you know, basically said, I- I've never been that sick. He said COVID, everything else from that standpoint, that was nasty. And when 28 players are, are you know, basically not healthy, and uh, I-, I don't want to be too graphic, but you know where I'm going to go with this, you know, not keeping anything down in their stomach and losing lots of weight, uh, the-, the riders just weren't very good, but they, they had an excuse. And, and so I-, I think from that standpoint, the riders were a better team than Edmonton. Uh, do I think the Riders beat Edmonton? Yeah, no problem at all. So hey, I, I but I do think it's important for the Riders because they have been a little bit hit and miss this year. You know, Cody Fajardo has been a little bit hit and miss this year. I think he's getting a little bit healthier. Uh, you probably know that better than, than I do. Uh, so we'll see. And, and hey, Cody Fajardo with baby Luca in the mix, he, he's gonna he's gonna want to put on a show for his uh, his wife and his born baby. So good on.
2: Yeah, well, you're a father, as am I. You also don't sleep much that first week either, so we'll see how much sleep he got and how well-rested he is. And by the way, sl- bit of an indictment on the CFL here. You have all these players sick, and if it's as bad as they say, wow. I'll give them a bit of a pass. Oh, We're going to the dogs here, Jock. But if, it's, <laughs> let's say, let's you know say.
0: When you, when, you do, when you do a call like this at home, and I got my dog in the background, you're going to get the dog every once in a while.
2: No, you're fine. You're fine. But what I'm saying is, let's say. 15 players had this flu and they had to play. But if 15 players tested positive for COVID, they'd have canceled the game yeah, and they no, wouldn't been uh, as
1: sick.
0: <laughs> Figure that one out. Yeah. I, and, and you go, again, it's the banjo bowl, Winnipeg, IG stadium is sold out. Uh, that would have been a, that would have been a really tough call for, you know, the league cancel that game. And, and when you hear the stories about the riders having to, you know, get players in a car and drive to Winnipeg for the game, you know, it, it, they probably didn't do the game justice by playing it. So, um, hey, I, I'm glad I didn't have to make the call because you're right. If it was COVID, no way that game would have been played. I, I agree 100%.
2: <laughs> and nobody argues with it. Anyways, no. uh, a wonderful look ahead to week uh, 15. Jock, thanks for this. Enjoy the weekend, my man, and have a great call
0: Saturday. Hey, hey no problem. Hey, One more thing before you go, if you've got time. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 other mm-hmm. big hot button story heading into the Stampeders game is the seven Stampeders that were that were obviously fine for the touchdown celebration after Tremaine Washington's. Now I know we've seen it with Duke Williams at home eating nachos. Like I, I where where is the CFL coming off on this? I, I I don't I don't quite get it. Are we are we the no fun league? I get what happened in uh, you know Toronto with the East final you know last year and and that was bad. But hey, I'll I'll say this: Stampeders crossed the line because they did it in in, in an opposition ballpark. Duke Williams didn't cross the line. He did it at home. So, you know, I don't think that was a security risk at all. I think the CFL has to look at this. Anyway, I just want to leave you with that.
2: There's a long list of things that I don't like about how things go down, but I'm trying to keep it positive. But you got it off your chest. So thank you, Jock. I I appreciate it. All (laughs) right, take care. Okay, have a good weekend. Jock Wilson from CHQR AM 770 Calgary. Sports update next and viewer takeover. Tori Gurley, our NFL analyst, coming up in hour two. You are watching on Game Plus television, also live streaming on YouTube. And you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: It is the RP Show. It is the RP Show. Um, I Let me get to a sports update first. The text line's open, 902-518-3033. So much to say, so little time. News release coming out from the Winnipeg Jets Hockey Club. It reads like this. It is the determination of the coaching staff. Uh, actually, it came from head coach Rick Bonus. Let me back up. Directly from the new Jets head coach, Rick Bonus. It is the determination of the coaching staff that we will enter the 2022-23 season without a specific captain, but rather a group of assistants still to be determined. It is our goal to expand the leadership base within our hockey team. We have high expectations for our core players, and we want to provide them with the opportunity to step into those greater leadership roles as a group. Unquote. And Jets head coach Rick Bonus And forward Blake Wheeler will be available to the media at 12 p.m. Central at Bell MTS. uh, Iceplex. So they've stripped sea off him and he's going to stand there and answer for it. Woo-hoo, am I glad I'm not there today? I want to hear more from the Jets uh, fan base. We got a lot of viewers on YouTube and, and of course on Bell MTS Cable which carries Game Plus TV. What do you think about it? Rick Bonus has been hired for several months now and on the day that Rookie Camp and the Rookie Young Stars Tournament opens, you announced the captaincies going to change and nobody's going to wear a C. If you don't have anybody that you feel comfortable putting the C on, you know what that means? You don't have anybody you feel comfortable putting the C on. Look at the Flames last year. And I'm watching the commentary that's going on. Um, Obviously, Mark Giordano goes in the expansion draft to Seattle. They don't put a C on anybody. Because I guess there was nobody they wanted to put the C on in Calgary. And how did that work out come round two? You had two players that didn't even want to be there. That's why I think the Flames will be better this year than last. Why am I so off? Well, I'm not off topic, actually. It's on the topic of captaincy. You don't have one guy in the room? You don't have one guy in the room? That you think you could put a C on? What does that say? And yesterday at the Panthers' ice stand, I was hoping to maybe run into Paul Maurice, the new head coach of the Panthers, but he wasn't there. And maybe they were off playing in their own rookie tournament. I'm not following him that closely because it's a football Friday. But I'd like, at some point, I'll see Pomo this winter, and we will talk about what went down in Winnipeg. To that sports update. Oh, I guess I was in the middle of it with the Jets' announcement. Um, Baseball, the Blue Jays host the Baltimore Orioles today to start a three-game series at Rogers Center. The Jays are coming off a 3-2 series win over the Tampa Bay Rays, but lost 11-0 Thursday in the finale. Toronto currently holds the second American League wildcard spot, but sitting just a half game up on the race. CFL has mentioned the Saskatchewan Rough Riders welcome the Edmonton Elks tonight. The six and seven riders are looking to sweep the three-game season series. A loss for Edmonton would eliminate them from the CFL playoffs. This might be a record. Edmonton eliminated in September. Last minute of play in the RP shows hour one. On the PGA Tour, Nick Taylor is top Canadian after shooting a 5-under 67 Thursday. He sits four shots back of leader Justin Lower of the USA heading into round two of the Fortinet Championship in Napa. And Phoenix Suns vice chairman, Jam Najafi, has called for team owner Robert Sarver to resign, saying there should be zero tolerance for lewd, misogynistic, and racist conduct in any workplace. Sarver was suspended for one year and fined $10 million by the NBA on Tuesday. The sports update for Edo Japan with more than 160 restaurants. Nationwide, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. The Moose rejoins off the top of Hour 2, and our NFL analyst, Tori Gurley, will be with us to chat week two. Stick around. We'll
1: be right back after
2: this pause.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.